Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, there are so many good places in Mississippi for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And you can't visit Laurel, Mississippi without seeing some of Adam Trest's artwork around the city. And one of his latest projects is illustrating Aaron Napier's book, The Lantern House. And he is joining us today on Good Things. Hey, Adam. Hey, Rebecca, thanks for having me. So I have been interested in you since I saw you on the hometown episode where one of your family members had moved back to Laurel and they did the entryway in wallpaper, which was custom done from one of your paintings. And I thought, wow, that's that's so cool. How was it like seeing your artwork now, you know, as wallpaper? Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's pretty crazy. We, um, being able to be in Laurel and um, being a part of hometown, getting to see some of our, my work made into these things like wallpaper and, you know, getting to do paintings for family members and for um, people having their, their homes redone. It's been a really cool experience. Um, and just, it's been awesome to see our town kind of revitalized through, um, you know, the Napier's leadership in the show and um, the way that they're just kind of including all of the talents and stuff that we have all over our town. It's a, it's a pretty cool process. Well, I have to say, if, if folks are scratching their brains now trying to connect you to that specific episode, it was the whimsical. It has the deer and the fox. It's sort of your, you know, iconic go-to um, kind of drawings. When did you first start drawing those deer and those fox and the sort of layout, the sort of whims- whimsical forest layout? You know, I, it's the thing I love about Mississippi is um, there's so much inspiration all around us. You know, like we have such beautiful landscape, beautiful flora and fauna. Um, when I was a kid, like fourth grade, um, I think I saw Walter Anderson's work for the first time. And it was hugely just, um, it just really was an impression. or It was really impressed on my brain at that point. Um, and I studied him and studied his style and... Um, then sort of developed and made my own style through all of that. Uh, but really, to answer your question, I mean, back when elementary school was when I first started to develop the style that I have today and took a few side routes and did portraiture. And I even went crazy and went to architecture school for a little while. And um, <laughs> But ended up back being able to paint the things that I really love and um, the things that always kind of gave me that inspiration to begin with, for sure. I think we've all done crazy things in our life, Adam, but I don't think any of us would fill in the blank with architecture school as being one of the <laughs> pivots. You'd be surprised, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you've got your latest project with Aaron. It's not necessarily redoing houses in 
real life, but it's through the book, The Lantern House. Did you guys know each other living in Laurel, like pre-hometown, or did you guys cross paths, you know, after the show got popular and sort of realizing the community coming together? Sure. So we each went to a different county high school here in Jones County. Um, we're both this, around the same age. I think Aaron graduated a year before I did. Um, so we've always known of each other. And then after college, you know, we all moved home and um, there was this really awesome community of young people in Laurel around 2010. Um, and that was when we all started working together and it was like, none of us had any money. We just were doing what we were doing, trying to make it in the fields that we had chosen. And um, Aaron and I had opportunities to work on lots of projects together. Uh, we, we have actually, um, with Aaron's mom, wrote and illustrated a children's book about the history of Laurel that we self-published, gosh, eight years ago. Um, and so we've we've definitely had lots of projects, and then through hometown, we've been able to really do a lot more projects together. Um, but the book I feel is is it's a special one. It's um, it's a project that we've gotten to work on that has taken us about you know we've been working on it all year this year, uh, and it'll come out next May. Um, and it's just a really fun, um, beautiful story about a house and the people that live in the house and the the seasons of life of a house. Um, it's it's really I'm excited for people to read it because I feel like it's one of those that that has the makings of a classic. Like it's just one that you can read in all different stages of life and feel like um, it really hits home. Yeah. This has got to be a different style of project for you, Adam, than just getting someone who commissions one of your artworks. Or I know you also sell some of your paintings, you know, on Facebook, whatever gets you inspired. But now you have a story. And, you know, when you when, for those who have still have children or can remember reading to their children or maybe now reading to their grandchildren, you can almost a good children's book. You almost don't have to read the words. You can just look at the illustrations and it kind of, you know, shares or tells the story for itself or it leads you at least enough in a way that you can fill in the blanks if you didn't have the words there. So did y'all work on this sort of like together? Because I can only imagine how hard it would be to bring words to life if they're not your words. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Erin has such a way with words and she, uh, the way that she writes really does paint a picture. Um, so in that regard, it made my job easy because the pictures, she's she can create a picture really well. But then also on the flip side, it was really fun to be able to take that and use my style. And um, it's like you said, you know, like I have my four year old. I want her to be able to pick up the book and tell me the story without being able to read. And um, that's I think that's the the hope of any you know illustrator is that you get that where the story is told through the pictures. Uh, and we had a great time working on these these illustrations. Um, it was fun because you know, Aaron came with this manuscript, this beautiful story. And of course, you know, there was input like, well, visually as a as an illustrator, maybe if you tweaked this, that way and our relationship and our history of working together where we were able to do that. But also she would come back and say, you know, in my mind, that house was yellow and it wasn't blue, you know, and things like that where, um, you know, we sort of worked together collaboratively to make sure that we were both so really proud of, of the product that we were able to put out. So, yeah. Well, it's a beautiful cover. I know it's for pre-order well, now. Thanks. That's the, the Lantern House, yeah. which I think the, the cover is for any book. 
doesn't matter what genre or whatever. You have to nail the cover pretty much to sort of get someone to purchase it or, or to lure them. Did, did it come to you like what it, the cover should be? Did you mull over it? Was there? You know, it's it's funny. The process of illustrating a children's book is. You know, I had the my first deadline was all of the sketches, you know, just the quick sketches, the ideas and the, the cover was in that. And so you get that approved by the publisher and then you get a second round final sketches where everything's a little cleaner. And and then you go to final art. Well, man, we are we we slaved over this cover. I think I ended up painting it like five times uh, because we just wanted it to be perfect. I mean, you're right. And in the world that we live in now, it doesn't just have to stand off of a shelf. It's got to be seen as a little tiny icon on your computer, and it has to scream off of the pages of Amazon or, you know, Target.com or whatever. You know, it's got to be able to be just as bold and loud online as it does off of a bookshelf in a bookstore. I'm glad you uh, so mentioned... So we really worked hard to make it, make it right. Yeah, yeah. I, y'all did. You nailed it. If they're watching over at Super Talk <laughs> TV, they can see uh, Rhino's done a great job, Adam, of putting a, a photo of it up between you and I chatting today here on Good Things. But I, I like that you mentioned that you painted it because I was going to ask, you know, now with all the digital art available, specifically with like illustrations, I'm curious, did you do it all old school first and then, you know, translate that into you know, painting or actual paintings to then translate into digital or did you do it digitally? Because I think drawing digitally is a talent in itself. Yeah. So, you know, we really wanted for this book to have all of the feels of those children's books that meant the most to us. Uh, The first meeting that Aaron and I had when we sat down and did sort of went through the creative process was it was, hey, I've got all my favorite children's books from when I was a kid. You bring all your favorite children's books from when you were a kid. And let's sit down and look at them and talk about all the things we love about them. Um, And so the thing that we decided was that um, original um, hand illustrated, like back to the paint and paintbrush. Like that was what we wanted the look and feel of the book to be. And so we did. All of the um, illustrations are, are done traditionally. Uh, we did, you know, obviously you go back in and you edit with the computer, but we even went so far as to, um, you know, we wanted the pages to feel aged. We wanted them to feel like those classic children's books. So I think when you open it up, you'll see lots of fun little surprises of, um, it doesn't feel like this shiny new book. It feels like a book that you've already loved for a long time. Um, and there's lots of real intentional, um, design choices that we made when we did that. Kind of like the house and the story, the Lantern House, which has yeah, you know, been loved for a long time. <laughs> well, I would love to keep you a little bit longer, Adam, and ask about maybe the art scene going on there in Laurel, if you can stick with us here mm-hmm. on Good Things. Coming yeah. up next, Adam Tress. He's an artist and illustrator.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 61. Tonight, partly cloudy and cold, low all the way down to 36. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 60 degrees. And for your Saturday, widespread frost early, then sunny skies, high near 68. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum, invites you to our holiday open house, Saturday, November 20th, and our Christmas by the Candlelight Tour on December 3rd. These events are open to the public and holiday trains begin running on December 1st. Bring the whole family and enjoy these events. While visiting, take a tour of Mississippi history through our two museums, located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Come enjoy the holiday fun at two Mississippi museums. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Last year was a very tough year for the restaurant business, but our family of restaurants want to say to you, thank you. From Salem Lucas Jackson, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for always coming back. Thank you from all of us at Bravo. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. From Broad Street Bakery, we thank you. Thank you for your support. Another way we can say thank you is our annual gift card sale. Buy three, get one free, and 10% we give to charity. You can buy them at the restaurants or online, 3in1giftcard.com. Here's an important message from Clyde DeChamp, EMS Board Representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. Mississippi has a serious paramedic shortage. Are you looking for a career change? Do you want to do something more meaningful? Paramedics literally hold people's lives in their hands on a daily basis. We're not talking about driving fast. We're talking about interpreting EKGs, administering medications that stabilize failing hearts, raise blood pressures, and relieve chest pain. We're talking about performing medical procedures that can literally make a difference between life and death. If you think you might be ready for a career change, it's time to join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to remind you there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you. Just go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. You can watch good things on your computer or your mobile device, and you can watch it on Roku and Amazon Fire TV as well. You can watch Super Talk TV live on C Spire TV if you have that. We are on channel 70, but you can also take your browser to supertalk.fm slash watch, and you'll see that I'm continuing my conversation with Adam Tress. He's artist and illustrator there in Laurel, Mississippi. He has partnered with Aaron on their 
upcoming book, The Lantern House. But I want to go back to this art scene that sort of created itself in Laurel. Or maybe it didn't create itself. It feels like it's intentional. But it feels like there's this intention to sort of bring the local artist out from Jones County and around and really enhance downtown Laurel. Am I right in that being intentional, Adam? Oh, absolutely. You know, I think um, one of the things that I love about Laurel and the reason it drew me and my family back to live here, um, you know, after college was that our town is really has this beautiful, we're centered around the Lauren Rogers Museum of Art, which is, I always tell people it's the the museum, the best museum in the Southeast that we don't deserve. Um, it's got all of these amazing pieces in it that um, that have always sort of been the draw to bring artists to our town. Um, and plus our town is just really beautiful, in my opinion. Um, you know, we have so many great historic buildings and historic homes and uh, the founders of our town were really intentional about um, the parks that they put throughout our town um, they called them the strings a string of emeralds which i always think is really cool because these beautiful green spaces that are just sort of strung through our town um, and it's brought you know things like um obviously we do the lauren rogers hat brings lots of art but also there's um, a plain air event that happens every year where plain air artists uh, who are artists who paint outside if you're not familiar um they come every year and uh, it benefits our domestic abuse shelter, um, things like that that are just really cool that um, bring artists into our town to see the beautiful things that we have for them to paint. I see that across Mississippi, Adam, is more of our downtown um, or Main Street organizations really embracing their local artists from murals to just putting, you know, paintings or sculptures in, you know, very obvious uh, places. And it's it's interesting to see how it transforms that space, just having, you know, your normal <laughs> playground or your sitting area. And then all of a sudden you put up a work of art and, the you know, the artist's name. You feel like the, the people in the community stop and pause just a little bit even if it's not for long at least they take that moment to just be present Cleveland just started uh, you know a program where they are restoring and painting old pianos and putting them around town that actually work oh, and cool. so they're works of art plus opportunities to play music so for artists like yourself Adam I mean what does it mean for you to go to your downtown area even if before you had the clout that you have now just to see your work on a you know where everybody's walking by it's I mean, it's crazy. It's it's really, you know, it's funny when you have a big blank wall in a downtown. It's it's just there as a blank, big blank wall. But as soon as you identify it and make it become this piece of art, like a mural or something, people, they get ownership of it. It's they're proud of it. That's, you know, that's beginning to make the identity of their town. And so to get to be the representation of some of that identity is really cool. Um, we have a lot of we have a lot of murals in Laurel, but we also have done this really cool thing um, that makes murals a little bit more accessible is that we've we've started putting banners on our buildings. And so it's not necessarily as permanent as the um, you know, a mural that's painted on brick necessarily, but it also gives you an opportunity for um, bigger impact with less of a financial um, contribution because banners don't have to be as expensive, but they still pack the same punch as a mural. And then also you get the opportunity to to share that. Maybe you have multiple artists in your community. Um, it can be 
a yearly thing, a quarterly thing where you get to share this big space that you have to help those artists begin to shape the identity of your town. Um, so that's one of the things that we've seen pop up quite a bit in our downtown now. There's two different parks in town that that have the um, that have my work on them on banners uh, and it's really cool to see them you know for for my kids to go hey my dad painted that it's it's this really neat um idea where they're they're excited because there's one of dad's paintings that they saw on my easel you know a month ago now it's hanging on the side of a building um but well, yeah well, if they're watching good things on Super Talk TV, they'll actually see your easel behind you. I'm going to assume you're in your studio yeah. there in Laurel. And I was Facebook stalking am, you yeah. over at Adam Tress Studio earlier today. And I noticed this post where you had a blank uh, canvas back there and you were talking about how, you know, you work in such quiet quarters, right? You're, you're very focused. And most artists are when they're in the flow and sort of, sort of going. What's it like going from that quiet sort of space where you're creating? Creative and you're, you know, you're in the flow, then you have to turn around and also, you know, part of the success of hometown and all things Laurel is make yourself available for more extroverted yeah. type activities. How is that Absolutely. for your artist brain? So I, I think that I'm an introverted extrovert because I, I do love that part of it too. I love, um, I love for people to recognize my work and um, I love to talk about my work and, and I love to hear how my work affects people. Um, that's been one of the coolest parts of this is the reach of my work has now spread nationwide. Like we sell original paintings. The, the Karen Gallery in Tupelo represents my original works. And it's always funny to me when I release a collection, um, I assume that they just go, you know, maybe to Jackson or to Tupelo, but it's it's unbelievable to see how these pieces go all over the country. Um, and a lot of that is people love Mississippi artists, first of all, because we have such a long heritage of, of great artists and writers and musicians. Um, people appreciate that. And there are collectors all over the country that, that love Mississippi. Um, and so we, now that we have this sort of spotlight on our hometown, which is so weird because it's, you know, it really is the people that are on the show that are really just our neighbors and our friends that um, now, people all over the country know who they are <laughs> and so it's fun because that relates to our work my work too it's um you know i think we're about to send two pieces to northern california i think we sent a piece last week to um south carolina i mean like they just go all over the place and and having that visibility has really been awesome. You never know the ripple effect, right? When you're just being authentic in yourself <laughs> with good intentions, which I think is at the core of why hometown is so successful. It's authentic. It just has good intentions. And then, you know, it came at a time where everybody was sort of hungry for that and also seeing a community come together. And Laurel definitely has done that. I also saw where you went and refilled your cup, maybe, by looking at some of your art heroes. And I thought to myself, huh. Adam Trust, I wonder who your art heroes are. Who are you spending time, you know, taking in their talents? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, um, I are you talking about I went to the Art Institute mm -hmm, recently I think so. and mm -hmm. just kind of soaked in just, you know, the masters, you know, to be able to see a 
Picasso up close was such an awesome experience. But I also think, you know, we have such great museums right here in our state. And um, like, like I said, the Lauren Rogers, you know, they have so many amazing pieces that um, sometimes it's just to drive down the street and to walk through the Lauren Rogers and see, I, I call them my old friends that I haven't, might not have visited in a while because I've been able to see them and be part of that collection and see those collections since I was 10. Uh, but then to be able to also, I mean, artists like Walter Anderson and George Orr and just those amazing guys that are just right here in Mississippi that we can go to the coast and see their work. And, um, you know, they have played majorly influential in my life um, to see their work and to see, um, you know, all of the pieces that they created in their lifetime. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think those, I think Orr and, and Anderson would be two of my biggest influences for sure. So we know where we can maybe get your paintings or even prints, but is the wallpaper up for sale or is your, and I think it's your aunt. So the wallpaper's not available. <gasps> <laughs> not not that I have anywhere to put it. We worked with we worked with a local vendor to to produce for that particular episode, and and the hope was that we would find someone to license the artwork to produce it on a larger scale. And it just the the cards never fell right, um, and so we just um, yeah. Aunt Cindy, she's got all, she's got the beautiful foyer. <laughs> well, I have to admit, Adam, my husband's probably relieved. So now I don't have to make him put up, uh, <laughs> put up wallpaper. It's easier to hang a painting. Uh, where can we find all things Adam Trust? Is it Adam Trust Studio on Facebook yeah. or do you have a website? So all the links are at adamtrust.com. Um, you can get my original works um, online at uh, the Karen Gallery in Tupelo and uh, Laurel Mercantile, laurelmercantile.com. Uh, they sell all of my prints. Um, we just released Christmas uh, last week, I guess. Um, those have been doing really well. And um, yeah, but yeah, you can find all of the links to all the different places on adamtrust.com. All righty. Well, congratulations on all your success. I hope everyone gets out, visits Laurel, sees all the great artists in the local downtown and thank you for your time adam thanks rebecca thanks for having me all righty you guys stick with us we've got more good things for you coming up next we all need love Eggs make the holidays complete and are one of the most versatile ingredients for holiday celebrations. Great food makes great memories. And the Mississippi Egg Marketing Board wants to help you plan ahead so you can enjoy the holidays too. How about some delicious bacon and cheddar deviled eggs for your holiday party? Holiday morning buffet, ham and cheese breakfast casserole, creamy French toast, and quiche Lorraine. Your guests will be impressed. For more info on delicious holiday recipes, visit IncredibleEgg.org. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? 
If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well child checkups to after hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Our state's homicide rate is the highest in the country per the population. 2017, we had 190 homicides. Fast forward to 2019, it got up to 332. Uh, last year in 2020, we had over 500. And this year, we're on pace and we'll be close to hitting 600 homicides in the state. Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tendall says we're 200 times where we were in 2017. According to the CDC's National Center for Health statistics, the homicide rate for the U.S. rose 30 percent between 2019 and 2020. That's the highest increase recorded in modern history. If you get a text message from Regions Bank saying a temporary hold has been placed on your account, don't click anything. Clinton police say it's a scam. The text advises users to click on a link to remove the hold. Don't do it. Contact your local Regions Bank if you have any questions. I'm Kelly Bennett. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. No matter where you go. 
Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm and on your smart device with the Super Talk app. You're proud to call Mississippi home and we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. You can join Sports Talk Mississippi today for the grand opening celebration of Life Dental on South Lamar in Oxford. Plus, look for a Life Dental dentist near you in Batesville, Tupelo, Columbus, Byram, and two clinics in Alabama. So that's Sports Talk Mississippi coming up next after Good Things in Oxford at Life Dental Today. That's from 3 to 6 p.m. And then on Monday, Sports Talk Mississippi will be back in downtown Oxford uh, Monday afternoon for the kickoff of Oxford's Holly Jolly Holidays. December 1st through the 12th, the city of Oxford will have ice skating, carriage rides, and great holiday shopping. And if you're going to be shopping after December 1st, that means you've already decided, not you decided, but seen who won the Egg Bowl, right? Because Egg Bowl week is almost here. So all next week on Sports Talk Mississippi, you'll hear interview with former Ole Miss and state players, plus insight and analysis about this year's game. It's the annual game that defines a season, and there's more than just bragging rights on the line, as you guys know. So starting Monday, it's Egg Bowl week in Sports Talk Mississippi here on uh, Super Talk Mississippi. So lots of fun coming as we count down to Thanksgiving, which is a lot of you you all's favorite holiday, simply because you don't have to buy the gifts. I think, you know, Thanksgiving is beloved by at least all us older parents or parents in general because you just get the up and eat. You clean the house. Folks come over. You enjoy a good meal. Nobody's expecting um, a gift. Sometimes they bring you gifts as a hostess, as the hostess with the hostess, and then you go on about your life. But I have read reports where this year's Thanksgiving dinner is supposed to be the most expensive, thanks to supply chain woes, ongoing pandemic, all the things. So I do have a few ideas that might help you make Thanksgiving more simple and save you a little cash. Okay, you want to know what they are, Rene? Lay it on me. Of course you do. Because you're, you know, you're going to be the one that's cooking up your Thanksgiving meal. Hey, I will be in charge of frying the turkey. You are always in charge of frying the turkey, which is always, I know you look forward to that um, every year, so much so that your dad bought you the turkey frying machinery, which oh, yeah, the big is a dog, lot of fun. The double XL turkey fryer. So how many, okay, so how many people can the turkey fry, how many people can the turkey fry, how many people can your fir- fried turkey feed? Uh, depends on the size of the turkey, but if you can, you can get a big old turkey in that big turkey fryer. So you get a big one in there, max it out. 
you're talking about 15, 20 people can eat on it comfortably. Comfortably. Okay, so that's my first tip for you. If you're looking in, counting down the days, especially if you're hosting, this year more than ever, make a list of actually coming. And I know, like for my mom, this would be devastating to send out a text message or pick up the phone and call and sort of have the courage to be like, are you coming this year? You know, who are you bringing? But one of the easiest ways to sort of save money when it comes to Thanksgiving is have less people. And not like you don't tell them not to come. You just cook for less people. So if you're anticipating 25 but only 10 show up, well, you've wasted a whole lot of food, time, money, energy. You you know, there's a point where there's no return with leftovers and you just call it quits with it. And you don't want to end up there because then you – you know, you really do watch money sort of go down the drain. The other one would be making your grocery list, which you're like, of course I'm going to make my grocery list. Well, this year I'm going to challenge you to make a smarter one by making less this Thanksgiving if you are trying to maybe save a little money. So there are food experts out there, it's not me, who gives you a formula on how many side dishes. instead of seven casserole (laughs) dishes, stick with six Six was Well, you know what? Could you imagine? I'm going to assume the average casserole price is probably 20 upwards dollars, depending on the ingredients and size. So you start whittling those down, you start saving yourself some time and you start saving yourself some money so what you're saying is if if you have a big get together for thanksgiving and it's kind of potluck everybody brings their specialty well, that would be a way and you and another family member are competing on the macaroni and cheese but you really know theirs is better you can leave off the macaroni and cheese yes! this year you don't have there there should not be two there Well, the macaroni and cheese, you might need to. Well, you might need to. But let me tell you how many you need. Okay. Food experts say for 10 to to 15 people, however, I'm going to err on the side of 10 because I know how we serve ourselves. You know the 9 by 13 size baking uh, dish that's very standard for so many um, recipes? You need... Well, one of those will have about eight average servings. So a 9 by 13 is going to give you eight normal-sized servings, sort of give or take. They say... Four southern servings. Maybe so. They say that for 10 people, you should have two vegetables, two starches, and two desserts. So if you take the two desserts off, that would be four 9 by 13 pans. Well, I know not everything comes as a casserole, necessarily but you can think through your and menu. that dressing pan is going to be bigger than nine by 13. so i know i'm giving you all this great advice today on good things and you're going to toss it all you're laughing at me i feel it because we're so stuck in our ways of how thanksgiving dinner should go down no there's somebody going hey that's a good idea I maybe save some money you should say yes and some may be saving money just by not hosting thanksgiving we gave we opened the door to say no to that last year thanks to covid and some were like it was really nice not having you people in my home <laughs> and so this year mom and i are going to the buffet or the cracker barrel and we'll catch y'all at another time and that's fine too but if you do feel like you are trying to stick you know stay between the ditches with your family budget it is a good idea to sit down and think why do we have 15 different side dishes for 10 people if nothing else you can save the 50 cents on the cranberry sauce or whatever the can mm-hmm. the the red jelly if it's just one of those things that you put it on a plate and it sits there on the table and no one touches it it's just tradition to have it there 
Yeah, leave it off the grocery list. Ken says, okay, guys, don't mess with the mac and cheese or the potato salads. For Do you have potato salad? Or maybe it's the potato scallops or whatever for... You can have taters all gratin. You can have tater yeah. salad. You can have all kind of different ways to have taters on Thanksgiving. Tater salad on Thanksgiving? Yeah, if it's one of those potlucks, like where everybody's oh, yeah, bringing yeah. something. Okay, I'll give you that. I'm, I'm not because there's always somebody in the crowd. Potato salad. There, there's always one person in the crowd that has a dynamite potato salad. Well, and I think that's where some of you are just rolling your eyes at my information. I I understand that, but all I can do, I can lead a horse to water. I can't make you drink my money saving tips, but. Uh, we, we take pride in our certain dishes, especially if it is the potluck kind, and so you look forward to making it. Maybe for you, it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving unless you've made said mac and cheese. It's like your offering to the year or the holiday sort of season. Or or if it's in my family, you have one person who's looking forward to it. My, both of my Now, everybody in my family likes uh, chicken and dumplings. Nobody dislikes chicken and dumplings. But my nine-year-old loves my mother's chicken and dumplings. So my mother feels like it's not Thanksgiving without a community-sized pot of chicken and dumplings. Can't let that baby go hungry? You cannot let that baby go hungry. But sometimes we find ourselves making large-sized portions Especially on Thanksgiving. For some, for a small size person who really is looking forward to it, not that she can't have chicken and dumplings any other time of the year, but it just doesn't feel like the holidays if those aren't also on the buffet. It's once a year, make it good. I get that. I totally get that. But some people really are trying to figure out how not to overdo with their menus, and I think there are some strategic ways that you can think through it and do it a little bit different this year. Greg and Nettleton, I have an aunt who makes the stuffed eggs that are off the chain. I could just eat them and and all be fine. How many hairy pears should you have on Thanksgiving? <laughs> okay, Rhino, I see his face, which is everything. You weren't with us on um, Good Things. You were on vacation. I think it was Tuesday, or maybe it was Monday. Oh, yeah, my staycation. Your staycation. And we were talking about things we were skeptical of, and then we tried them, and someone mentioned the pear salad with the, is it the mayo and then the cheese and then, you know, the little slice of pear. One of our beloved Good Things Facebookers gave it a name and called it a hairy pear <laughs> because of the shredded cheese. And I'm not sure if that added to the experience of enjoying the pears I don't even know if you call it a salad now I'm not even I don't even know and no longer know what to do I think that is called pear salad with the information other than I will never look at it again and not think of it as a hairy pear and I'm not sure if that deters me or not from going back and enjoying one you'd be surprised what pears go with true story they're great roasted and pear Grilled. preserves are amazing. Amazing. All right, fine. Spend all your money for Thanksgiving. I hope you go broke. <laughs> I hope the turkey gobbles up your family budget. As long as you enjoy and take time for the good things, that's all that matters. But stick with us. We've got a little bit more for you coming up next.
Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team. 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. nomoreroofleak.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. The Waterford and Ridgeland understands that during this pandemic, choosing the right retirement community is more important than ever. Not only do our residents enjoy exceptional services, but also the peace of mind that comes from knowing their health and safety are our number one priority. With safety in mind, our families are able to engage with loved ones during this pandemic, not disconnect. The Waterford offers spacious studios, one and two bedroom apartments. Come see why more people are making the safe step to retirement living at the Waterford today. Call us at 601-856-6130. This is the closing agri-market report for the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. I'm Bob Sullender. Stocks are trading mixed this afternoon. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 54 to 35,876. The NASDAQ is up 52 to 15,978. The S&P 500 is up 15 to 4703. From the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton closed down $1.78 to 115.14. And May cotton closed down $1.69 to 113.59. At the Chicago Board of Trade, January soybeans closed down 11 and 3 quarters to 12.65 and a quarter a bushel. March Soybeans closed down 11 and three quarters to 12.76 and a half a bushel. December corn closed down two and a quarter to 5.73 a bushel. March corn closed down two and a quarter to 5.79 and a quarter bushel. At the Mercantile, February live cattle closed up 85 cents to 137.25. April live cattle closed up 60 cents to 140.87. January live feeders closed up two dollars and 45 cents to 161.37. And March live feeders closed up two dollars and 45 cents to 163.55. For the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network, I'm Bob Sullivan. I'm Mike McCormick, President of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down, be patient, don't text and drive, and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. This isn't what gets a cotton grower up. What gets a cotton grower up isn't made of plastic-covered electronics. It's made of heart, determination, the calling that doesn't need a buzzer. Because you know early is the key to success. Stoneville Cotton knows, too. It gets out of the ground earlier and establishes a healthy stand quicker, so it's less vulnerable to weeds, weather, and insects. For a stronger finish, own the early with Stoneville Cotton. BASF. 
We create chemistry. Always read. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm a morning time and we're going strong. Headed up down the river. You can plan your Mississippi getaway over at visitmississippi.org. Many of you are getting ready to get away. Come tomorrow and watch some high school football. It's still in playoff mode. And Super Talk Mississippi has you covered. So you can catch a local game on just about every Super Talk Mississippi station. Plus, you can stream a ton of those playoff games and get up-to-the-minute scores by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. We hope you have the Super Talk Mississippi app downloaded on your smartphone where you can find the sports button and you get all the information there as well. But at the end of the night at 10 p.m. on Friday, you can listen to the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show at 10 p.m. for all the information uh, that you could desire around the playoffs. And if you want to get up early in the morning, I hear the longest lunar eclipse in 580 years is taking place tomorrow morning. And so if you're curious how you can watch it, I'll be sure to post this in the Good Things Facebook group for you to be able to read it. But hopefully Rhino can tell us exactly how we can get out and watch it because I know it starts from like 118 in the morning to like peaking at yeah that's eastern time for us here in mississippi yeah. it's going to start right after midnight so if the clouds clear up and you have a nice clear sky and you're up at midnight tonight you might see a little bit of the shadow start to push onto the face of the moon because it's supposed to be pretty near full moon tonight the problem is you're going to have to wait till closer to 132 in the morning before you really start seeing that shadow move across and it's it's going to be visible across the entire lower 48. I haven't seen the map to, to show exactly how much is going to be covered, but the eclipse, it's a partial eclipse, but only just barely. It's going to cover, in the darkest parts, 97% of the moon. So it's going to cover a pretty decent chunk the way we see it. You just got to be up at about 3 in the morning to see it at its apex, because it's going to be gone about an hour before sunrise. Okay, stupid question. So I remember here on Good Things Not, oh gosh, a couple years ago, we all went nuts over the daytime eclipse, which obviously is the moon, eclipse, yeah. solar eclipse. And it was the, so that's the difference. What's the difference between the sun and the moon? Uh, solar eclipses are more rare than lunar eclipses. But like you were saying, this is one of the longest ones in recorded history. You got to go back 500 some odd years to, to find one that lines up to, to last so this long. So what is going to be covering the moon? Uh, it's not actually covering the moon. It's just the Earth getting in between where the sun is Ever. bouncing off the moon. Because that's, that's what you're saying. The moon is not projecting light. It's reflecting light that's escaping around the sides of the Earth, bouncing off of it and coming back at us. So if the Earth gets in the path of that, then the sun is hitting the other side of the earth because it's nighttime for us and we're blocking that light from getting to the moon and bouncing back moose says i bet the eclipse will be blocked by clouds for us so yeah i mean you gonna you gonna be dedicated 
if you gonna stay up, it's gonna or be get chilly up. at that time of night. But you also may have a work schedule that just lends itself to you being up, moving around around uh, three a.m. or so. If you are and you get out, <laughs> take a picture, take a video. I don't know if you can. Um, some of you got some incredible shots of you know the re-entry there, the uh, fireball, the, the fireball. So I put nothing past our good things listeners at all so it's pretty cool to at least think i do hate the timing because i'm not going to get up and see it and i'm sure i won't be around 580 years to see the next one but it is neat to know that that is happening somebody will though somebody out there maybe not necessarily one of us but somebody with some fancy equipment has gotten the nap here now (laughs) and they're timing it to be able to get up and witness it for us and then we will see it in the headlines tomorrow oh yeah if you can get the right equipment set up in the right place the the time lapse that you would get of this event will be pretty spectacular because like i was saying it's going to cover 97 percent of the moon surface in the in the darkest path how do they know that math mm. really complicated math the kind they said you would that you <laughs> the kind we think we didn't need after after high school oh, oh yeah look. You definitely would need it. Well, I'm taking the time to post this now in the Good Things Facebook group uh, if you want to check it out. Again, it's always good to be a part of our community there. It's growing every day. Um, If you're on the Book of Faces, you might as well just join us. Just go to Facebook in your search bar, type in Good Things With Rebecca Turner, and Rhino and I will, um, will let you in. You'll also see a great story about yesterday who I thought many of you probably thought of Ricky the Roo. But it wasn't Ricky the Rue. It was, oh, what was his name? Now I have it, lost it. Rocky, which I thought was funny. So Rocky the Rue, I don't know if Rue is the way that they called him, got loose here in central Mississippi. And there was a split second I thought of our friend Ricky. If you don't remember that story here on Good Things, we're still waiting for Ricky the Rue to be found uh, from uh, southwest Mississippi, I think it was. But the kangaroo made it back home safe and sound he went right back into his um backyard like a good domesticated animal would or should so pretty cool if you want to read that story it's over there on the good things facebook group as well but stick with us you got more coming up next with the boys in sports talk remember they are on location in oxford uh, from three to six but rhino and i'll be back tomorrow at two until then i hope you all find time for the good things Talk Mississippi Media Production.